this is Joe's Corner 76. I will be commenting on issues that affect the human condition. To change the human condition we need to be engaged. Trudeau, the third time around. Are we going to fall into the trap of giving him another kick at the can? Most minority governments last about two years before they go to the polls. Is Trudeau preparing to do this? Is he looking for issues to get the liberal leftist crowds riled up on gun control, climate change, the oil industry, or his perceived great handling of the COVID crisis? We can't let that happen. The liberal papers are praising him for his handling of the pandemic and his improved rating because of this. Does he deserve this? First, the pandemic is a health issue which is under provincial jurisdiction and as such the provinces have to carry the heavy load and the premiers have. Let's look at his and the government's record on handling the pandemic. The government was warned as early as January by our own intelligent services that a pandemic was coming. They ignored it. Our borders were not closed until March, which increased COVID-19 infections. Political correctness has a part in the delay in reacting to the pandemic. In February, at a banquet, Trudeau warned about discrimination in relation to stating that the corona came from China. The Public Health Agency of Canada assured Canadians the risk of COVID-19 was low. On January 29th, Canada's Chief Public Health Officer, Dr. Theresa Tam, lavished praise on China for containing the virus while assuring Canadians that cases of COVID-19 would be rare in Canada. She lectured that to criticize China for COVID-19 was racist, discriminatory, and stigmatizing. On January 29th, she said quarantine was not necessary. She did not advocate a travel ban based on the World Health Organization's advice. China misled the WHO until they finally admitted Corona could be transmitted from human to human and by airborne particles. We still continue to rely on the WHO for information. Trudeau has not confronted China as being at fault for the spread of Corona to this day. His answers were evasive when questioned on this. I know he's, we've got some Canadians in prison, but he needs to speak up and allocate the blame for where it belongs. He wants a seat on the UN Security Council, and he needs China's vote to get it. You know, it's only a temporary two-year position. It's not worth it. The truth about COVID-19 is more important. He needs to hold the WHO responsible for their role in COVID-19.
all of our allies view Huawei as a security risk, and they will not allow them to provide 5G networks. Trudeau will not make a decision based on this in the best interest of the country. In a survey, 85% of Canadians feel that China has been dishonest about what actually happened in China. Only 11% of Canadians think Canada should focus its trade efforts on China versus 40% before. Why did Trudeau suddenly out of nowhere and in the midst of the health and economic pandemic decide to use an order in council and bypass parliament to put through laws of gun control? It was the massacre in Nova Scotia that got Trudeau riled up to pass gun control laws by an order in council, bypassing the democratic process as he snuck it in during COVID-19 crisis. It's not Canada's legal gun holders who are the problem, but the illegally imported handguns that are the cause of gun crime. The Nova Scotia tragedy was done with the illegally imported guns. Bill Blair, the Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness, should know this. He was a former police chief in Toronto. Today needs to pass laws to deal with illegally imported guns and provide stiff and appropriate penalties to those who commit gun crimes. No one facing gun charges should be released on bail. He is not well informed on the type of weapon he is banning. This gun is not an automatic and has been used by thousands safely for years for hunting and pest control. It's interesting that our indigenous people will be allowed to keep and use this banned gun. Is this reverse racism or another attempt to show how politically correct he is? Or is he using this as a scare tactic to get reelected? Trudeau's obsession to disarm Canada's civilian population has the earmarks of a dictatorship in the making. This may seem preposterous, but it's not. Remember, Hitler was elected before he took absolute power. Trudeau's ban is based on the idea that the people who vote for him don't know what the guns being banned are. The ones being banned are not the ones used in gun violence. In the first economic stimulus bill, Trudeau tried to have a 20-month, one-month period where he could spend, tax, and borrow without parliamentary approval. It was defeated. This was an attempt to negate the 2019 federal election. In nearly every press conference, he announces some new economic giveaway. Trudeau is using the corona crisis as a smokescreen to effectively take full control of all spending, taxation, corporate nationalization, and a host of other policies. We are well aware that we put in place measures to save the economy 
but at the same time, the government should provide periodic updates on the country's deficit position. We have to pay the bills at some point. Is there a plan to address this? Trudeau has not given any explanations. Are there some areas where we should just bite the bullet? Why is the government not making it clear that these programs will definitely end? What is their plan to pay back the deficit? Based on his past deficit record and lack of concern for it, is it possible Trudeau will put programs in place could be a, that could be a re-election ploy? We're going through the greatest economic downturn since the Great Depression. We need a well-articulated plan that lays out a strategy for recovery, that has a plan for the deficit, and a program to get the economy going, revamping manufacturing and opening up the energy sector. He has no detailed explanation if they're all necessary or if we should bite the bullet in some areas to not increase the deficit further. Given his past record on deficit, do you think he's changed? If not, this will be the husk of a socialist, autocratic country beyond all repair once Trudeau is gone. Trudeau's press conference give the area aura of responsible, accountable government as Trudeau delivers 15 minutes with information followed by 15 to 20 minutes of questions. Are the questions stacked in favor of certain outlets? CBC dominated the press conference by being allowed to ask twice as many questions as other outlets. Of the two, 708 questions raised, the CBC asked 167. This is twice as many other outlets. Even the pro-liberal Trudeau star got only to ask only 25 questions. It appears that the CBC is Trudeau's tool. This smacks of two things. Control of the press and using these conferences to announce measures that haven't been debated by our elected parliament. Trudeau has also announced more funding for the state broadcaster, the CBC. A bailout to established newspaper chains and a government crackdown on press freedom. A government registry for media outlets, regulations governing content providers, codes of contact, conduct, and licensing requirements for media outlets. This is the first step socialists and dictatorships have taken to seize power. Tell your MPs you want freedom of the press. The purpose of a carbon tax is to reflect the true cost of burning carbon. These costs are borne by those who suffer from the effects. To put a carbon tax in place, the government must first determine the external cost for each ton of greenhouse gas emissions. This is difficult 
because scientists and economists must agree on this. We need an accurate outline of the social costs of a carbon tax. Do you believe Trudeau has met this criteria? Or is he just blindly going ahead and increasing the carbon tax? He is not being transparent on the costs with the public. There is no plan to show a reduction in emissions while at the same time not taking Canada back to the horse and buggy age. He's also not telling the major polluters like China, India and the US they have to change their practices. The oil industry is vital to Canada and the economy. It can jumpstart the economy. The chattering elitist classes are saying the oil industry is dead. They want oil written off as the economy recovers from COVID-19. Green Party leader Elizabeth May has sided with the Parti Quebecois in declaring the age of oil is dead. This is a real concern in a minority government since they have a great influence on Trudeau. He said we should phase out the oil sands and the next breath stated, no country with 173 billion barrels of oil can leave it in the ground. In 2018, the energy sector was responsible for 10% of our gross national product and employed 282,000 people directly and 550,000 indirectly. Giving up the oil sector is like cutting our economic throat. Many of these people also oppose nuclear energy. For reliable energy in the future, if you are anti-carbon dioxide and anti-nuclear, you are pro-blackout. These assholes don't realize where we would be without fossil fuel during the pandemic. It's used to grow and transport food, creates and preserves vacuum vaccines, helps manufacturing and transports masks, surgical gowns, respirators, syringes, MRIs, CT scans, computers, and produces pharmaceuticals. Lives would be lost. Tell your MPs, we need the oil industry and it's here to stay until reliable alternate energy is available. Let them know we don't want to freeze in the dark. We need pipelines to get our oil to the world markets. They want it and we need to supply it. Our natural gas needs to be exported to replace coal since it's cleaner burning. Our oil needs a pipeline to the East Coast so our refineries can use Canadian oil instead of expensive, dirty foreign oil. Trudeau knows a number of pipelines are ready to go. He just has to act in that national 
economic interest of all Canadians. And he should treat Alberta just like he does Quebec. He has the power to do this and he just won't use it. The economy is going through the greatest meltdown since the Great Depression. We need an articulated plan about how we will be handling the huge deficits being created. A plan for getting manufacturing and the energy sector up and running and how the deficit is going to be repaid. Given his past record on deficits, do you think he's changed? Are you going to roll the dice on Trudeau? It's a sure bet for disaster. Unless 10 billion here or there doesn't matter. How you vote is what you'll get. Vote for your future, not Trudeau's. You can hear me on Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, Apple Podcast, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76. I would love to hear from you.